0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the I Drink from Skulls podcast. It's your host Matt Smith here, and I have one of my best friends, the elite meme lord himself, Mr. Drewby Wilson. How are you, sir?
1: I am fantastic, my friend. I'm honored to be here and very excited to be drinking from a skull while we drink from skulls on this podcast.
0: I like it. Uh, no pun intended there, but that it, that did look tremendous. <laughs> Let's go. I drink from school.
1: drink from the skulls of my enemies.
0: I love your hat, also, sir. So tell me a little bit about that. Tell me who is Drooby Wilson?
1: Yes, sir. I'd be happy to do that. Thank you. Um, I am the meme lord. I am the vice president over at Break Free Academy. I am a husband, a father. I'm an entrepreneur. I like to do hard stuff, but more importantly, I like to teach people how to crush the damn day, sir. And much like you, I came up in the world of marketing and advertising after getting out of the financial world selling insurance and you and I happened to meet on that lovely there internet and you know we did some things we had some fun helped a lot of people and in doing that i've been able to carve out a pretty cool niche where i focus on helping entrepreneurs and small business owners become the greatest version of themselves building out systems processes essentially turning their personal and professional lives into a finely tuned machine that can take on the world.
0: Sounds pretty interesting. I'd love to hear a bit more about the crush the day before it crushes you. What's that all about?
1: You know, I appreciate that. It is my catchphrase. It is my personal mantra. And it is something that I really focus on every single day. At one point in my life, you wouldn't believe it now, if you're looking at me on camera, I look fine and ready to rumble. Ready to knock. Uh, But I was not always (laughs) this handsome version of myself. I used to be about 315 pounds. I was unfulfilled, not totally satisfied in life, but, you know, realized I wanted more. And so, you know, for me, crushing the day is really about being intentional and focused with the time and energy that we have, because it's easy to wake up, you know, hit the snooze button, get up later, stare at your phone, look at Facebook or social media and scroll the news and then see some toxic negative shit. And then maybe get an email about somebody who wants to refund on a deal because they're slimy or whatever the heck. Right. And it's Mm -hmm. so easy for the day to get away from you first thing in the morning. So for me, crushing the day is all about that intentionality. Let me get up. Let me do the hard stuff first, right? Let me get in and do whatever I really don't want to do. Because as soon as that's done, I have the freedom to go and do the things that I want to do that bring me happiness and joy in life. But so many people are like, hey, I'm going to go do this thing that makes me happy first. And then they struggle all the time because they're constantly trying to catch up where I'm on the other side of, hey, let me make this hard investment now and then on the back end get to enjoy the fruits of that hard labor.
0: Mate, you've had, and I've been with you from day one, you've had tons of success in the uh, online world, selling digital programs, digital masterminds, things like that. Probably the most successful person in that space, just with the amount of revenue you've been able to generate and the, and the number of lives you've been able to help change. But I want to I want to walk back a minute. I want to talk about, or even have a quick look at what will, life was like before that. Like, what was going on? What were you doing with yourself? What were the struggles and things that you you were going through?
1: Yeah. So, you know, and I wrote a book that talks a lot about my childhood and and kind of my upbringing. So if you guys want to like a real deep story, go get my book. It's called Crushing the Day. It's on Amazon. to you find it, it's 10 bucks, whatever order it, read it. I would really appreciate that. Most people say it takes them like an hour and then you can know my whole story, but to shorten it up, basically, you know, before I became a part of Apex and got into this really deep dive personal development and entrepreneur world, I was a sales guy. Basically, I was, you know, I grew up a drug dealer, got into trying to legitimize myself so that I didn't go to jail, you know, selling nickel bags on the on the weekends. And I was selling insurance for a while and I had reached a point where I was kind of a top producer in the insurance industry, right? I had gotten good at sales over the years, so I was doing well, but kind of got stuck and plateaued at this this certain revenue number. And so as a sales guy, I went to my boss and said, hey, man, what do I got to do to make more money, right? Like I've been here in the insurance world for four years. The guy that I was working for was an in-law. He had helped pay for my wedding. He was, you know, the father-in-law to my wife at the time. So we were basically a family family. And I'm like, dude, I'm working my tail off. I really am not satisfied with what I'm making. I'm not blaming you that you don't pay me enough, but I also know that like, I got to do something to make more money. This isn't going to provide the kind of life that I want for me and my family, right? And at the time, my wife and I had just bought a house. We had a son who had just been born in like the last year or two. And so it was kind of like that moment in our lives where we realized, oh shit, I've got to get myself together. This ain't going to cut it to create the kind of life that I want to create for my family as a man and as a husband. And so I went to him and said, listen, this isn't working for me. Like, what do I got to do? And he said, hey, man, just be patient. Like, someday you're gonna own one of these things and you're gonna have your name on the door and it's gonna be you know easy peasy and God love him he did a ton for me and like I have a lot of respect for like what he did for me over the years but that was probably the worst thing he could have ever said yeah because I'm not a patient person and so <laughs> I did what most impatient people do I went to fix my damn problem uh, and I was like well I'm a sales guy what do I need to do to make money well I need to call the damn leads right that's why I make this this cool e-commerce brand, which we'll talk a little bit about, but like you have to call the damn leads. And to me, I went, well, I need more leads to call. Cause if I had more leads to call, I could make more calls and make more sales and make more money. Right. It's kind of a no brainer. And if you've ever been in business, like call people, have conversations, make money. It's just how it works. But I didn't have a ton of leads. So I was like, well, how do I generate more leads? Right. How do I find them that, Comes into social media. I was on Facebook. I was in some insurance groups and some sales groups online and trying to figure things out. And some guys were like, hey, we teach people how to build Facebook ads and get leads for insurance agents for super dirt cheap. I'm like, hey, that's me. I'm that guy. I need that, right? Because good marketers know how to speak specifically to their audience. Matt, you're a great example of knowing how to do this exactly. That's why you're the best in the world at what you do. But I went, well, yeah, that's what I need. Sign me up, guys. So I call him. I get on the phone, and I'm that guy that's like, well, tell me all the details. I need everything. What's this look like? How does this work, right? Hey, man, we're going to give you all that for 1500 bucks." I went, well, I don't got 1500 bucks. I mean, I do, but I don't want to spend it. Let me go talk to the agent and see if he'll spend it, right? He spent yeah. $5,000 on leads last month. Like, <sighs> So I go to him. I say, hey, man, I want to do this thing. They're going to teach us how to get leads, yada, yada. Now I don't want to spend money with those guys like, you know, go, go spend that money at a lead vendor or whatever. Like, well, okay, man. But like, that ain't working either. So I'm trying to figure this out. Go back to the guys like, Hey guys, I'll pay you out of my own pocket. But like, I really need you to promise me this is going to work. Right. $1,500 is three months worth of mortgage payments for this new house that I just bought that I brought my baby home to. Right. Like I'm in that weird position and the guys, Hey, we can't let you in. Sorry. Somebody else signed up and took your spot. Damn. And I was like, well, okay, screw you guys then. I'm going to figure this out. And that's when I saw my advertisement for phone sites, number one website building funnel platform in the world. And I was like, well, let me sign up and try and figure this stuff out. Right. And so that's what I did. Signed up for phone sites, started making funnels, got in the group, got connected with you. You said, Hey man, there's some things that I've done in the past that have worked well for insurance. Why don't you try this, try that, see if it helps. Lo and behold, what happened? 30 days later, I've run one ad on Facebook with one funnel that we build on phone sites using some of what you taught me and some of what I learned in the group. And I generated 250 leads at like $2 a piece. I spent my own money to buy the software to get these leads. And then I went and doubled my production that month. And then I did it the next month. And then I got a call from one of the agents in the area that went, hey, dude, you're the top producer and you just doubled your production. What the hell are you doing? Well, man, I'm building these Facebook ads. Like, it's so crazy. I got these cheap leads and this and that, whatever. And he's like, well, I'm not going to do any of that. But can I pay you to set it up for me? Yeah, man, we could do that. Right? Like, <laughs> I don't hate right. money. <laughs> I don't hate money. Like, yeah, let's right? do that. And so in one weekend, I made like $10,000 setting up ads for these other insurance agents in our market. And just building them a, a you know a marketing platform, and that's right. when I went, holy smokes! Right, I've been working this. 50, 60 hours a week, yeah, and I just got ten grand in a weekend, yeah. And then I got a call from Stueman. Yeah, opinion. gotcha. You want to come on board? Said, yeah, let's go.
0: <laughs> so let's unpack that. You've shared so many good little nuggets there. When you were in the struggle, fighting through the shit, you were you know earning like a modest wage. I'm guessing, like yeah. most people do, like so. $1,500 investment, whilst it doesn't sound like a lot to some, for many people, that's what, one or two weeks' wages or half a month or something? About
1: that. Yeah, yeah it was probably a month's salary because I had like a base salary and commissions, yeah. but 1500 was probably like my month's salary, honestly.
0: And was that a big, like, I know you didn't end up having the opportunity to move forward with them, but was that a big thing to try and think through and like how would you process that?
1: Man, it was terrifying, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I knew I had to do something and I knew that to invest at that point was something that was like, hey, if I'm going to spend this money, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get it back. Because yeah. like, I really didn't have it to invest. Like, My bills were paid and we weren't like broke by any means. But again, when you're in a position where that's a month's worth of wages, and you're like, hey, I'd have to literally show up from eight to five, five days a week for the next month to make this back if it doesn't work. like That's a lot to think about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people get trapped in that of... And it, I completely understand it. But what happens if it doesn't work? What happens if it goes wrong? How, do, how will that affect me uh, with my wife? How did you sort of overcome
1: that? You know, to be honest, initially in the journey, I was a real shitty husband.
0: Yeah. I was
1: real selfish and I made a lot of choices and decisions and spent money on things that I didn't really consult with Kayla first about, which in hindsight was a terrible choice. And I don't recommend anyone ever do that. Like... Your wife, your spouse, your supporting team, like they're very, very important. So don't screw that up. However, I'm a gambling man, a little bit of a degen. So, you know, I was like, hey, man, I'm going to spend this money and go in on myself because I'm confident that if I do this, I will do whatever it takes to get it back. And so, you know, I kind of told Kayla, hey, I'm, i am I want to learn this stuff. I'm going to spend this time working on it because I know it's what's going to take us from where we are to where we're trying to be. And it's not that what we have now is bad, right? Like we've never lived a shitty life together. We've always had all our bills paid. We've always had fun and done things. But we've also had aspirations for what we want, right? We've always wanted a little bit more. And so I kind of just was like, hey, I'm going to do these things. I made this money doing this marketing stuff. So I've got a little bit that I can spend on it and you know to her she's like well that's money that we could be using for trips or this or that and i'm like okay but like you got to spend money to make money that's what i'm learning in all these you know facebook yeah. groups right That's like entrepreneurship 101 you got to spend money to make money so i want to try it and she's always been very very supportive so like when i've said hey i'm going to do something she knows i'm all in
0: yeah and i think that's a really good thing to share like your significant other your family you're all in it together so you you have to bring them on board for the journey and then you have to find a way to be able to back yourself if you don't you'll always be stuck where you are right now. Yeah, 100%. But let's let's unpack that a little bit more. So you went you know what fuck this I'm going all in. I'm playing to win. Drewby Wilson, you joined a free group, was it it's free? Free Facebook yeah. group where people were doing the thing that you want to do and you you went all in, started learning some things. And then what was it 60 days where you doubled, tripled or <laughs> became the top producer. Talk me through that. That's, that's insane.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, man, I'm, I don't mess around. Mm. So when I went in on this, I dove all in and I built ads. I ran money. Like I paid on my own pocket to get these funnels put together. And thankfully again, I had guys like you in that free group that were willing to share value and provide insight as to what's worked for them. And that was something that I really had to get over initially, right? There's that scarcity mentality of, well, why would they share this if it does, you know, if it works, that seems silly that they'd give me the secrets to making money. So you kind of get weird about using things that are free at first because you're kind of like, well, I don't know. But then also just being able to say like, hey, I'm willing to try it because what's the difference, right? Like what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to try and it doesn't work and I get to learn. Well, that didn't work. Let's not do that again. And so it was really for me like I've just loved figuring that out. And so when I started seeing, hey, here's a lead that came in. Okay, I got a lead for five dollars. That's pretty good. Yeah. Now I got a lead for three dollars. That's even better. Hey, now I'm getting leads for a dollar fifty. This is super awesome. Hey, what can I do to make these leads even better? Right? Instead of just getting a name, phone, and email address, can I get them to tell me what kind of car they drive and when their date of birth is? Can I get them to tell me about the home, if they own it or not? Can I get them to tell me about accidents they've had? Like, again, I was in this group watching what the experts were doing and just saying, okay, now how do I apply that to what I'm trying to do? Because it clearly works. Like, they wouldn't be trying to sell me on these things that, you know, to teach me how to do it if it didn't work and I'm getting some results, so let's double down on it and figure this out. And let's maybe figure out how marketing works, right? Why do people wanna click on these things? How can I become a better copywriter? Because I know when I learned to start speaking specifically to the, the ideal client that I was trying to speak to, right? At the time in insurance, it was a homeowner between the ages of 30 and 50, that was married with two kids. Cause I knew they typically had two vehicles and if they owned their house, they had a mortgage. So they probably needed life insurance. So to me, that's like a three package trifecta where if I can get home auto and life, they got an 87% retention rate forever. Yeah. Right. Like that's long-term money in the insurance world. So I started thinking, Hey, how do I talk specifically to that person? What are the things that interest them? Well, they like going to local sporting events hey, maybe I can give away some of these season tickets that we have for the Toledo Mudhens and in exchange get people to tell me about their insurance needs. And then if we can help them, cool. And if not, I gave them $40 worth of baseball tickets that we had sitting in a drawer going to waste anyways. So I just started taking all the resources that I had and saying, hey, how can I use these resources to get the result that I'm looking for? I've always called it the caveman method, yeah. right? Like, hey, you, big animal, stick, rock, go kill <laughs> Yes, sir. I Done. That. Let's get after it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely love that. You weren't afraid to give away some free shit in order to help some people to get the thing that you wanted. Is that right?
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like when I came into the group, there wasn't a whole lot of people that were helping each other. It was There were some folks like yourself and, and a couple people, but like it was weird, almost like competitive, yeah. right? Everybody wanted to have the best funnel and like, hey, what are you doing? I'm going to steal your yeah. funnel and I'm going to get all these leads. And it was kind of weird at first, but... There were some folks who came in and like when I asked questions, they'd reach out and help me. Like you slid in my DMs and and Jordan, the developer, slid in my DMs. And he came to me and he said, listen, man, I see that you're trying to use this product. We need people that are using the product so that we can develop it and make it better. I'll make you a deal. When you have questions, I'll help you with those questions. But in exchange, you have to then go and help the group With those answers, because you're not the only one that has those questions. But if you're willing to go and be the kind of the front facing member of this group and help people with what I'm helping you with, I'll keep giving you what you need. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, why would I want to give them the secrets when I can use them for myself? And he's like, yeah, you're absolutely right, Drew. But you can also learn everything you're trying to do right now on YouTube. But I'm going to give you the fast track. So do you want to do it the hard way or the easy way and then go and give it to the next person? And that was my unlock of the scarcity mindset, like, oh, well, yeah, you're right. You're gonna do all this stuff for me for free and like help me out. I should at least be willing to help somebody else. And that started a snowball effect of, hey, I poured into the group, right? I started creating tutorials. Hey, here's how I added a calendar page to the funnel. Here's how we made a background. Here's how we coded in this thing or that thing. Cause at the time it was very basic. So we got fancy with it and started teaching people how to get fancy with it. And then a month or two later, Bling, 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 bling. My messenger rings up and it's Ryan Stuman, the founder of the company, the guy that's doing millions of dollars a year. And he calls me and he says, hey, man. Next level shit. Uh, I see you're doing all this stuff. Like, you want to come on board and help me and I'll pay you to do that? So, <laughs> well, yeah, that's kind of a no brainer, <laughs> right? And that starts to snowball effect into like, well, now I walk away from a six-year career in insurance. I've got this marketing company that I started. And now I'm basically on the tech support team with the software gig. And then a month after that, he calls me and says, dude, you're in the wrong business. Like sell your marketing company, come full time with me here in Apex. And so I fly out I spend the day with him. And then I fly home and go back and tell my wife, hey, babe, we're going to, you know, I'm walking away from insurance. And I'm going to start selling this stuff for this guy out of Texas. So that's a whole different conversation, <laughs> yeah. you know, but it all came back to me serving the community. Hey, let me show up. Let me help people. Let me do the right thing and pour into the, the folks around me and with that, it's made a ton of room for people to keep pouring into me.
0: I love that. I remember when you first joined uh, the, the free group or what have you. Um, and like a lot, like at that point in time, I had shit figured out. I was, from the moment I've advertised, I've been naturally good at it. And then I completely obsessed with it. So by the time this group started, I already had some of the best results in the industry, probably, if not the best. So I had some shit figured out. And I had a lot of people asking me for free help. And as you know, time, it's scarce. So you have to, like in that position, have to be you know, relatively cautious and protect your time. But what I recognized with you, and I think this will be great advice for anyone who's listening, is that you, you went all in. You were, you were fucking relentless in your approach. And I recognized that. And I'm like, you know what? If he's putting that effort in, I'm, I'll be honored to, to help honored to serve this dude and help him get to that just that next little level and i think that's something that a lot of people should sort of think about when they're asking someone for for freebies and what level of input have you had what like how how much are you going all in are you even going to do the work are you going to meet them halfway or do you just want the answers because if we give you the answers it's if you're not going to do the work it's not going to work anyway
1: yeah it's you know again I'm very blessed and, and grateful for all the people like yourself that poured into me over the time because I wouldn't be where I am without that but it is great advice because so many people think that they have to bring monetary value to a relationship for it to be a valuable relationship and you know like I couldn't pay you when I first got started I didn't know how like I hardly had the money I had yeah. but I was willing to take what you taught me and share what I knew about the insurance industry. Cause that wasn't your gig. They're like, well, you know, I'm not in insurance, but here's some ads that we've done. And I'm like, all right, cool. Here's how I would try to switch it up to make it a little fit more. And this is what I'm going to do with it. And here's, what's working for me. And oh, Hey, by the way, that thing you told me did work. Here's how I made it even better check this shit out. But we just had that exchange of being willing to say, yeah, let's go. Like we're all in. This is what we are obsessed with. I think obsessed was a great word there because that's something that we both really were like, this is it. There are zero options, zero mentality, no other choices. Like, this is how we're going to do this and we're going to get it figured out or God help us, we're going to be dead trying and come find us in hell because we're going to brawl there too.
0: Absolutely. And if I had to describe what I drinking from skulls actually means, You've just nailed it on the head there. sir. we're relentless in our approach, and we we will win because we're not going to
1: fucking quit. So many business owners and entrepreneurs they say that, but they don't really mean yeah. that. And I, I, like I say that with love because I get it. Like there, are not, I'm not saying there aren't things that I haven't quit or given up on over time. But at the end of the day, there are certain things I know for sure that I'm willing to go to the grave for. And then even when I'm in the grave, like I said, we're brawling in hell about it because like. I know I want to help as many people as possible become the greatest version of themselves. I know I want to help sales professionals go out, call the damn leads and make money to provide the kind of life that they want to provide for their family, because that's what they deserve. Everybody on this earth deserves exactly the kind of success that they want. And that's the thing that really screws people up too, because success is a perspective. What you and I see as our versions of success may be totally different than what the listeners seeing right now. And that's okay. You and I have decided we're willing to pour into everyone that comes around us so that their version of success, so long as it aligns with our mission and core values, obviously, because we have things that we care about. But like if they all line up, we're going to do and give whatever we can to help that individual get that success because that just makes our success bigger.
0: I love that. And funnily enough, it all started by finding a way to generate enough leads. And where I'm going with this is the thing that you got on your head right now. Call the damn leads. So, I'd love to know a bit more about that. Like, you started generating tons of leads, things are popping off, you'd be getting emails, notifications, messages left, right, and center. Where did, like, talk to me about call the damn leads?
1: Yeah, man. So, I had mentioned that, you know, I started making funnels and getting some leads. And obviously, I know from the insurance world, like, you got to call them right away if they're when we were buying leads, they were selling them to four and five other agents at a time. So we really had to be quick on the draw. And so what over time, when I started generating leads and then I got these guys that were paying me to get them leads, a name, phone, email, right? A name and a contact point is really all I need from somebody to know that they had like an interest in my product or service. I'm not trying to get fancy, but I would get these leads for people and they'd be highly qualified leads, extremely interested and then they wouldn't call them, or they'd call them like once or twice, and then they'd be like, ah, I'm gonna cancel my services, man. These leads suck. <laughs> and I'd be like, Well, hold on a second now. Cause I sent you a hundred people that said, I'm 100% absolutely interested in the thing that you offer me, and I wanna talk to you about it. And you're telling me not one of them wanted to do business with you? And so I would get really frustrated. And this was like early on in you and I, and you know, Josiah, yeah. shout out to the bacon man. Uh, We would talk about this in our little group chat and just be like, what is wrong with people? (laughs) So much to the fact that like, I've gotten on the phone and literally called and set appointments for real estate agents and for people that I don't even have any clue about what their business really is. But just to prove a damn point that, hey, what I'm doing is actually working and you're just a lazy ass who doesn't want to call the damn leads. And so, like, you and I and, you know, Josiah, we would just constantly be, like, frustrated in our group and be like, just call Call the damn damn leads, leads guys. (laughs) Call the damn leads. And one day, I was out riding my bicycle 100 miles because, like I said, I like to do dumb, hard shit every once in a while. And I got this silly idea to just take that phrase and put it on a T-shirt and a hat. Yes. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to trademark that son of a bitch because – who knows? Someday, maybe some big rich CRM company or something wants to run a, a sales webinar and they want to be able to yell, call the damn leads and I can get paid from it. But more importantly, that's our phrase and we own that shit and I'm going to trademark that shit forever because call the damn leads. God damn it. That's how you make money. <laughs> Stop hating money. Let's get paid.
0: I love it. I wear a call the damn lead shirt pretty much every day of the week. I've got like seven of them. I love them.
1: I know. It makes me so happy. Every video I see you in, I'm like, yes, my guy, my best
0: friend. It's so funny that something so, so small has grown into what it has today. And I guess some takeaways there for listeners, subscribers, business owners in particular. Back then, we didn't have the systems in place to sort of track and monitor what actions people were taking. Were they calling leads? We would just call them and go, what do you mean? We've spoken to We've been able to set appointments. I, they're not calling them, and they would say the leads are shit. Uh, we're canceling. But now, what what shocks me, and we, you know, we do, I don't know, hundreds upon hundreds of leads a day. We record them. We we have them monitored into our own mini CRM and stuff like that. It's the it's still the number of leads that don't get called ever. And we're at least now we can show the business owner that. So my my whole point of saying this is. You really need to be monitoring what the sales team is doing. And more importantly, who who is handling the lead when it comes in? Because Drooby would have seen this firsthand. If you don't contact a lead within the first five minutes of it being generated, your contact rate goes down something like 80 to 85%, which is just insane. So that's just like lighting money on fire.
1: It really is. And that's the thing that most people don't. They don't give enough credit to those KPIs and those metrics because, you know, you're busy business owners. I get that. Right. Like having been on both sides of this conversation, it is hard. Like, oh, I don't have time to keep up with every lead as soon as it comes in. But that excuse kind of gets taken off the table when you work with someone like Matt, because like you said, man, the system is built so that all they got to do is like you got an email, hit the button and call the damn lead. Everything else gets automated, right? The notifications and the text messages, like those systems exist that didn't exist way back when we got started. And it's like a hundred times easier, but it's still the number one thing is you as a business owner or as a team leader have to make sure your guys are following the process and calling the leads. Because, you know, if you give me a lead, I'm going to work that thing as long as I can. Because I realize as, you know, having been on both sides, you spent a hundred dollars, like. If you give me a hundred dollars, I don't want to be the guy that you come back to. That's like, Hey man, I gave you that hundred bucks. What'd you do with it? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what happened to that money, man. My bad. <laughs> I'm stupid. I hate money. I don't yeah. pay attention. Don't mind. Cause like the guys that operate that way, their life operates that yeah. way. But the guys that you're like, Hey man, I gave you that hundred bucks. What'd you do with it? And you're like, well, I went and invested in this thing and then I talked to this guy and I traded it for this. And then I did this, this and this. And like, Hey, here's your two hundred bucks back, and I made two hundred bucks, and like everything's hunky dory, right? That's the kind of guy you want to be. Absolutely. So, same thing when someone's giving you leads; like you got to treat them things like gold.
0: And just on that, you you personally closed tens of millions of dollars um, in sales in an industry that's it's it's not a quick thing to sell. It's not an easy thing to sell. Um, being high end, high ticket masterminds, digital products. Things like that, and you also you've done some consulting. You you know you've helped me with certain things, and a few other close friends. And you've had a massive impact on both the sales team that you you know you head up, and some other ones. What's the things that you've seen that have, that help move the needle forward, or ha- how can we give some people, you know, listening and watching today, some actionable items to get their sales moving forward?
1: So the number one thing that has helped me and every sales team that I've ever worked with is time management. So many people have no idea what they're truly doing all day long. And so that five minutes here and that five minutes there and 10 minutes here and like a water break and a poop and a cigarette and a whatever, like all of a sudden you look up and that eight hour work day is really only been like three and a half hours of work and five hours of goofing off. And I'm not saying that that's everybody, but like, That's the majority of people. They have no idea what they do with their day. And so to me, again, kind of coming back to crushing the day. If I don't, if I know I've got 24 hours in a day, I want to make sure I'm investing that 24 hours wisely. So let's do some simple math and really help kind of get these guys clear on why time investment and time management is important. Let's say you're a a business owner or a sales guy and you made a hundred grand last year take home. That was your take home at the end of the year. You made a hundred grand. That's pretty good. You know, that's a comfortable living, and depending on where you live, obviously. But we know that you had to work 2,000 hours in total to get that 100 grand. So that means you're worth about 50 bucks an hour. Again, to some people that grew up in the hood, like I did, 10 bucks an hour was like the best you were ever gonna get. So to make 50 is like really awesome. But then some people think like, hey, 50 bucks an hour ain't shit. But then if you ask yourself, hey, I know I've only got 24 hours left to live for sure. And I came to you and said, hey, I need an hour. Here's 50 bucks. You're certainly not gonna give me that hour of time because you recognize how much more valuable your time actually is. But the problem is people wake up every day and they don't operate their life like that. They seem to think that they have this unlimited amount of time to get things done and to do all the stuff. And so they don't utilize it effectively. So when you get time management in order and you're like, all right, dude, I really only want you to have to work six hours a day, but I want you to work six hours a day yeah. and be very intentional with that six hours. Cause here's the deal. We've all spent six hours working on a project, hanging out with somebody that we love, that we're really getting close and cuddly with. Right. That six hours goes really fast and we can get a lot of stuff done. But it all comes back to the intentionality. So the number one thing for any team leader or sales professional that wants to generate more money and and close more sales, get your time management in order, because once you've got your time management in order, you're being more intentional. Then you can dial in on your KPIs and your metrics, because what gets measured gets improved. And that's on both your personal and your professional life. And so anyone that doesn't know how to measure, like, well, how do I measure the results in my personal and professional life? Got you, Doug. It's called the G code. One more Ryan Steumann one, right? (laughs) Like another greatness code. A simple way to measure our results every day by tracking four areas that are important to us, right? We have our gratitude. That's our mindset. Being thankful for the fact that we have these opportunities to be on a podcast, to generate leads on Facebook, to live overseas and be able to work with business owners all across the world. Like that's the kind of stuff that we can show a lot of gratitude for, but we also have to focus on our mindset and making sure that we can stay strong when the struggle comes, right? We talked about being in the shit and being able to keep going even when everything is against us, because we know we're going to drink from the skulls of our enemies. So and to do that, we got to battle all the way through the end. And so when you can get focused on that, you get really going and then you got, your, your uh, genetics, right? Your health and your wellness. Nobody can have the energy to go and kill and maim and do all the things we need to do if we're fat and lazy and out of shape. Like you're not a good brawler if you can't brawl. So we've got to get your health and your wellness in order. Absolutely. We've got our grind in our business, right? So we've got to make money. And then we've got our group. That's the people around us, our friends, our family, the relationships that we care about. All we got to do is focus on those four things every day. One little thing in each category, we take that point, we get to add a point to our G-code score and guess what happens? By proxy, the higher that score goes, the better your life gets. And people always wanna weigh how, well, I don't know how to measure my success. Well, guess what? You start with this one, it's real simple. You do it every day. You can't lie or cheat on it. You can't steal points. You can't get them out of nowhere, right? The truth is the truth, the number is the number. And when you start tracking these little things, the big things in your life start to change too because again, what gets measured gets improved. So in your business, every time you spend $100 on a lead and you know, hey, it's going to take me 25 contact attempts to turn this $100 into a $10,000 sale. Well, guess what you're going to do? You're going to make 25 contact attempts on that $100 lead. But until you get that clarity, it's hard to really put that into motion.
0: Absolutely. So many golden nuggets there. The big one I, I've learned in this journey and process is the time management side of things. And you start to notice like in the groups that we're in, where there's so many there's thousands and thousands of successful people, hundreds of millionaires, multi millionaires, some even pushing that next level, which we'll get to one day. But the thing that they all have in common is time management and ruthlessly working to a calendar. Is that something you've seen, you've found?
1: Oh, a hundred percent, man. The calendar is my boss. That's every day I wake up and look at that first. And then when I go to bed, that's the last thing I look at. It's like, all right, You're going to tell me what's important. A big thing that most people struggle with this mentality of like, oh, I don't want to have to live and die by a calendar. That's not freedom. I just want to pick and choose to do what I want to do. Well, guess what? When you live by the calendar, that's what you do. You put it on the calendar. Hey, this is important to me. And the one pushback that I initially got that I'll share and be vulnerable is from my family. Yeah. Well, your family shouldn't have to be on the calendar. Like we shouldn't have to be on your calendar. And the problem was that when I went – intentional about the calendar being my boss, when my family wasn't on there, guess what I didn't do? I didn't focus on my yeah. family. And so those date days with my wife and the time put aside to spend actually focus with Deuter and, and building Legos or just completely disconnecting that had to go on there, or it never would have gotten done. And when it didn't get done, I almost lost my family. Yeah. And so that's a really important part of understanding that there may be a little bit of pushback there. But that's when you're like, Hey, I put this hour and a half on there for us specifically so that I can be focused on knowing when I look at that, I've got other shit I got to get done first because I don't want to get to that hour and a half that I promised you and then not deliver on it because I'm a man of integrity. So it's important to me that if I made you that promise, I'm going to give you that.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I I went through, you know, that initial experience too, and it's it's just something new. It's a different way of thinking. But if you think about it and you kind of look at it from a different angle, when you put you, you know, you dedicate time to family and it's on the calendar and you're solely focused on it and you're you're completely intentional about it, which means you're not checking your phone, you're not trying to make deals, you're not, you know, pretending to work or stuffing around on social media. You are all in, fully purpose, with family, doing something that they enjoy and showing them the love and respect that they deserve. It really, it, it, it starts to flip very quickly that that is their time. It's actually unfair if you don't do it. Because how, how intentional are people with the family time that they do have, kind of mentioned it just before, they're on their phone mucking about, whereas if, if you go the other way, and it's you know not necessarily tracked and measured, but it is on the calendar and it's dedicated to them, it's very, very powerful.
1: It's interesting how so many people, and I'm guilty of this, that's why I can share this insight, will be at work. And working, but in their head, they're worried about the stuff that's going on at home because they know they weren't intentional. They know they didn't do that thing that they said they were gonna do, whatever. And then get home and be at home thinking about all the stuff they didn't do at work and how like they're kind of resenting both sides of it, right? They're like, God damn, I gotta be here with my family because I need all this stuff I still gotta do at work. I'm trying to build this business and I got all these responsibilities. And then they're at the office and they're like, God damn this job, I just wanna spend time with my family. Like, that's why I did this to begin with, but like but when you get that clarity and disconnect the the two uh you recommended a great book to me the third, the third space, space right space. this is a book. great like breakdown right like when you separate those two spaces and you get clarity about being where you are in the moment it is a huge game changer man that energy level is just it's different
0: Another good Aussie uh great book it's it's a life changer and it really provides you know actionable ways to to get good separation between work, life, and, and family, um, and put it all together so that it works. Not just for you, but for your partner, for everyone. So, highly recommend that one. Absolutely. Got a bit of a left-field one for you, mate. Tell us something your mum doesn't know about you.
1: No, I'm pretty open with my mom, man. I think she knows most things about me. I would say she does not know how much I truly love and appreciate her because I don't do a good enough job of telling her
0: that. Love that. Yeah, shout out to all the moms out there, 100%. Yeah,
1: hey, I got a mom tattoo on my neck. I got thrown out of a club one time for it. If you guys go back and read my social media, you can find that story. <laughs> uh, no neck tats, bro. <laughs>
0: gotcha. <laughs> I think I saw that, actually. And um, what's something I should have asked you that I haven't yet, buddy?
1: You did not ask me about my fantastic hair, and I want to know why we haven't talked about fantastic hair, because both of us have fantastic hair, and yet we showed up with hats on for this interview (laughs) today. What's that about?
0: (laughs) Just trying to give the the viewers what they want. Um.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, uh, number one hair on the internet, it's hard to be mad. Like, If I just looked at that, this whole interview, maybe I would not have been able to provide as much value. So I guess you did that for me. So thank you. For being kind enough to not you know mess up my my interview or this first time with you uh, (laughs) by letting your glorious hair run free
0: a massive hack that i kind of fell into or discovered years and years ago druby can attest to this too because he does it better than most is that the key to generating leads and connecting with people online is being memorable so when we're talking about having the greatest hair on facebook i just I just came up with this silly thing that I have the greatest hair on Facebook. It was kind of in light of like marketers and fake Instagram coaches saying, you know, all the bullshit that they say. So if they can do that, I'm going to tell people I have the greatest hair on Facebook. And then funnily enough, people started saying it back to me and it became this little thing. Any advice for being memorable on social media, Drewby?
1: You know what? I'm going to tell people to be meme or a rebel, I love that. <laughs> um, because I really think that for me, man, that's a lot of what I did initially when I got into some of those free groups. Yeah, is I wanted to be entertaining and educating, right? There's another shout out to Stueman for this one, but like if you want to generate leads and create authority online, you need to do two things, and you need to do these two things very, very well. You need to educate people, and you need to entertain them. Because if you educate them, they're going to trust you, and if you entertain them you got a better chance of them liking you, right? Like people can trust you, but not like yeah. you. It's Like, hey, I'm not going to argue with the guy. Like he's right, but I don't want to do business with yeah. him. Whereas, hey man, that dude's right. And I definitely like his style. I want to drink from skulls with that guy. What do I got to do to do business with him? That's the difference. So when you can learn to educate and entertain your audience, right? The, the group of people that you're trying to do business with, then they will reach out to you and say, hey man, I don't hate money. I don't. I think you don't hate money. Can we like do some things together and not hate money together? That'd be cool. And you're like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Let's do that. And then you just show up and do a great job together. And that's how you create a massively successful business like you have, Matt. I mean, you're the best in the world at what you've done now. You've worked really hard at it.
0: Appreciate that.
1: Become obsessed was the word. But it all comes back to you doing a great job and taking care of people, being fun, being you know silly, but also being an expert at your craft, which is why people are constantly saying, yeah, you're in that business. You need to talk to this guy. He's the best in the world.
0: Yeah, that's what it's all about. Absolutely love that. Mate, um, we've spent some time together today. Um, before we wrap things up, any any final words, final thoughts?
1: You know, man, I just want to thank you for taking the time to invite me on to be a guest on this show. I want to thank you for being a great example of what it means to be a good husband, to be a good father, to be a good business owner. Man, you've been a huge inspiration to me in my life, and I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you for that, Big dog. Yeah. Oh,
0: likewise, my man. I've loved being on the journey with you, seeing you uh, drink from Skulls, call the damn leads, crush the day, you name it. You've done it. Um, where can people find you, Drewby? What's the easiest way to get in contact with you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So if anybody wants to find me, I hang out on, on the internet quite a bit. I troll people there quite often. <laughs> you can go to my website. It is connectwithdruby.com. It has a link to all my social media. It has a little bit of fun stories about me. You can download my book there. Uh, there's actually a button if you click on it, it will send me a, ter- uh, a direct text to my personal cell phone. I know that sounds crazy because it's the internet, but like, I put my phone number on there. So if y'all want more, you can reach right out to me. We'll have a conversation. We'll talk about all the things that we've got going on, that you've got going on. And if there's something I can do to help you become a better version of yourself, you're damn right I'm going to do that because that's my duty, sir.
0: Love that, man. Druby, Meme Lord, you've been great. Appreciate you, sir. That's a wrap. Look out for the next episode.